This is Pulse 95. You're listening to the Halftime Show podcast. This is the Halftime Show with Umar Al-Duri on Pulse 95. Salam and welcome to the Halftime Show with Umar Al-Duri. I'm your host covering everything sport, international, local. Coming up on today's show, I'm delighted to welcome Joseph Aido, a footballer I met out with the Ghana squad in 2015 in Senegal. A great character to have in the dressing room who is destined for big things on the pitch. He's played for his country and his club in La Liga for Celta Vigo. His rise is incredible and I'm so proud to see him doing big things. Stay tuned on the only place to be at three, the halftime show on Pulse 95. Pulse 95. This is the halftime show with Umar Al-Duri on Pulse 95. Salam and welcome to the halftime show with Omar Al-Duri. I'm your host covering everything sport, international and local. It's with great pleasure, and I say great pleasure, I welcome this next guest on the show. He started his professional football career in Thailand in the first Capital Plus Premier League in Ghana in 2013-2014. Um, Joseph Aido was nominated in the category Defender of the Year in Ghana Premier League. He's played with Hammerby, Genk, and now Celta Vigo in La Liga against Spain's finest. Joseph Aido, welcome to the show. Hi, Now... You know, if any time in this interview I call you Bobo, please forgive me, as I remember that was your nickname, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm cool. I'm cool with that. Are you, is that still your nickname? Yeah. <laughs> okay, good. So uh, we still have the original Bobo. Now, uh, what I respect and admire about you, your story is the battles you have faced to reach such a high level. How was it playing in the Ghana League? And did you always have plans to move and further your career in Europe? Yeah. Ghana League, there's a lot of talent, a lot of players who are really dedicated. Yeah. yeah. My time when I was playing, every single day in training games, I just try to give my best. I know that there will be a lot of people out there watching, so probably it will be from training or from game. So I always try to give my possible best. And within me, I, I knew definitely. There will be a day that I will move from Ghana. Yeah, yeah, and and there's some talented players in Ghana. Did you ever, did you ever worry that that you wouldn't be noticed or given the opportunity to showcase your talent? Yeah, I had. <laughs> there was there was there was several times I was denied because of people were thinking about my height, but that didn't stop me. Excellent. Because as a centre defender, normally they look at height first, right? Yeah. But from what I remember, you were very good in the air, regardless of your height. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You are really right. You know, and what But is your what is your height at the moment, actually? Uh, I'm one seventy nine. One seventy nine, and that's not considered tall. <laughs> yeah. Now some may not know this. But sometimes league like, leagues like Ghana can be very challenging, both physically and mentally. But has your character been strengthened from your experience in Ghana before you moved up? Yeah, it was really challenging. Because in the Ghana league, there's a lot of people who are strong, who are really quick, a lot of talent. But my, 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 my own was with, with character. Yeah. Uh, I think that's that's what helped me move from Ghana. 
And what also helped you was you were recognized as one of the best defenders out there and you were nominated Defender of the Year. How did you, how did you feel being recognized despite the things that you were challenged, despite all the competition and the, the uh, misconception of hype when it comes to Central Defender? How did you feel being recognized and eventually being called up to the national team in 2015? Yeah, I was, I was really, 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 really happy. And it, it, it drove my mind to some years ago when people were criticizing about my height and, and, and some few, few years ago, I'm nominated to be one of the best defenders in the league. I was really happy. And, and you deserve it completely. Coming up next, we talk about moving to Europe and how this developed uh, Bobo as a footballer, both mentally and physically, on the only place to be at three, the halftime show on Pulse 95. You're listening to Pulse 95. This is the halftime show with Omar Adouri. Salam and welcome to the Halftime Show with Omar Duri. I'm your host covering everything sport, international and local. Now, if you've missed any of our shows, don't worry. You can catch us on Apple Podcasts and SoundCloud. Just type in the Halftime Show with Omar Duri and we are there. We have some incredible guests covering some amazing topics such as mental health, nutrition and the role the brain plays in sports performance. It's an honor to have Joseph Bobo Aido on the show who plays for Celta Vigo. Now, what I like about your, your journey, um, Joseph, is... You faced many hurdles and and have taken on so many challenges. One of them was moving to Europe. What was like? What was that like for you? <laughs> uh, I was really excited when when the move came. I was really excited. Yeah, because in but, 2015 you moved to Sweden to play for Hammarby on loan for six months. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. I went on loan for Hammarby. But it was it was it was a tough, it, it was tough times. But I was determined. I was determined. Talk, talk, told myself whatever. Talk to me about that. Whatever. Moving to a new place, new culture, new environment uh, for six months, where you played you played the one game. What, what were the challenging things you faced? Uh, the language, adapting to the system. And when I went there. There was there was a lot of quality players, so I just have to wait for my time. Was training with the first team, but sometimes I play games with the U21, and I was still I was still waiting for my time. Even with the U21, I was pushing hard. Yeah. And there was there was there was this one game, and all the defenders, some people were were sick, others were they didn't have any option to play me, and that was my breakthrough. That was your opportunity. You know what you said, which was really interesting. Having the mindset to train with the with the under twenty ones and waiting for your opportunity, and with all those quality players, you know, what what was going through your mind when you know you're away from home, you've taken this chance, you're excited, but at the same time, you're not able to kind of just show your talent. You know, how was it? How was it for you mentally? Sometimes it's, 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 it's really hard. It's really hard. It's really hard. Every footballer believes believes that when the opportunity is given to the person, he will try to do his possible best. So when you wait, when you wait, you wait, you wait, and that opportunity is not coming, you start to stress, and you're not also from the same like from the country. Yeah. So it, it 
it was really really challenging but i was determined to make it i was determined to make it and in the community i came from there's a lot of quality players but i told myself that the time i have the, the moment i'll have the, the, the chance to, to move from my community to the foreign country i'm gonna make it and you absolutely did make it and and you and you started out the 2017 season in fine form with Hammerby only conceding five goals in the six first matches. Your performances led to you being named as April's in April's best eleven for African players over the world in the magazine Gold uh, Goal. And and I was super super happy for you. And in 2017-2018, Genk came in. And they showed interest in you, so you moved to Belgium. How was the Belgium league different to Sweden? Yeah, the Belgium league is, 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 is a little bit higher than the Swedish league. Mm-hmm. I think with the quality, with the speed of the ball, the, the focus on the, on, the, on the pitch, the aggressive, everything is ahead of and and so that's physically. What about technically? Was it different for you playing uh, in the Belgium league technically? No, it 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 wasn't because I've been in Sweden. Yeah. And it's like I had I I had the idea of how the European game is, and I played in the in the World Cup. So I just had some some the, the idea of, of of the game. So it wasn't much difficult for me to adapt to Germany. Nice. And between 23rd of September and 19th of November, Genk went on eight matches long, unbeaten streak, five wins and three draws in the league, with you starting all the fixtures. When you're on a winning streak, do you follow a certain routine or do you keep changing it up? Are you superstitious? How, how do you act when you're on a winning track? Yeah, I think... I think every 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 person, right? When things are going on well, you still wish to do more. Yes. So that's my philosophy. And that's the philosophy of the winning mentality. And you won the Belgian first division with them in 2018. What stands out about that season? Wow, that season is amazing, and it's like we had a lot of young young players with quality. Yeah, it's like everyone was determined to work for the team to to, to achieve something for, for for himself. So I think that that, that also helped for us to to to, to, to win the the, the competition. Nice. Coming up next, we talk to Bobo about moving to Spain and facing a certain Leo Messi and Barcelona, and how that's been a learning curve for this talented defender on the only place to be at three, the halftime show on Pulse. 95. You're, You're listening, listening to, to Pulse 95. Pulse 95. This is the Halftime Show with Omar Adouri. Welcome back to the Halftime Show. Wherever you're tuned in around the world, whether it's Pulse95Radio.com, Sharjah Broadcasting Authority app, or 95FM on the radio, it's a pleasure to have you here. And it's also a pleasure to have Joseph Ido. Um, and I call him Bobo because I'm used to him being Bobo uh, who joined us today at the halftime show so happy you can join me bro welcome oh thanks now um, 
let's 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 move now a bit more recent now. Eh? So July 11, 2019, you join Celta Vigo in Spain. What's the first thing that's going through your mind when you sign for them? Uh, a couple of years when I was in Ghana, right? Yeah. Because I I used to watch the, the, the La Liga games a lot. Yeah. And Messi, wow. I just tell myself, wow. I just want to play. I just, I just, I just want to play with this guy. Yeah. I just want to play with this guy. So when the, the opportunity came that I'm going to play in, in the game, wow. It's like a dream come true. You know, and you say that because I imagine every kid in Africa around the world is thinking, you know, Joseph Bobo Aido is playing La Liga. He's going to face Barcelona and he's going to face Messi. When you had the opportunity to finally face him for the first time, how was the experience? Uh, the experience, it was, it was nice. <laughs> like, some years back, was was my wish and now it's just right, <laughs> right before me. So it was like, wow, this is the time. So I just have to do what I do best. Yeah, because because even what I what I remember from you, and I'll be very very honest and transparent, what I remember from you is when the whistle went and when the game started, your professionalism was top. Even when you were playing in Ghana, right? You you were very professional. When you are facing Leo Messi, is it hard to be that professional person and not a fan because you were a fan of La Liga before you joined it? Is he as good in real life as he is on the TV? That's my question. I think all the listeners want to hear. Uh, to me, I was too, I, I was on, on the on the on the field of play. Even if you are my father, you are my family member. On the field of play, I'm doing my work. Yeah. So that's that's my office. So I just do my work. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> yeah. It's a different issue. And so, so when you're you're about to play against him, and you do the shake of hand before you switch sides, I'm trying to live the moment through you, Bobo. So bear with me now, okay? So you're, you 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 do the the anthems, you shake hands, you switch sides. Now you switch on to to to, to focus mode, right? You're yeah. playing against Leo Messi now. Um, is he, in your opinion, having played against him, is he the best player on the planet? Or do you think that there are people that are matching his ability? Uh, for me, in person, yeah. And the reality now, he has taken like he is the Ballon d'Or. He's he's the head. Yes. And if he is not as good as he is, he won't be the head of the Ballon d'Or. So to me, he's the best. And I, and I trust you wholeheartedly. Has anything surprised you about La Liga? You know, having joined, you went from Ghana, Sweden, Belgium, and now Spain. Has anything surprised you about the league? Uh, to me, nothing has surprised me because I think whatever thing, whatever thing you wish for, you work towards it, you will have it. So yeah. I wished for, and I knew with hard work and determination, I would... I can I can be there. So now it's like it's a dream come true, but it's not like a surprise. Right, right. I like that. I went I went towards it. I like that. And 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 moving forward now, 
you you are someone that comes across to me as someone who sets himself the goals who uses the power of visualization to take it to the next level what what is your what is your plans for that what are you thinking in terms of the next stages or the next goals for you uh, my next goal is to be one man i can't wait man <laughs> i can't wait bobo i'm telling you now now yeah it will, it will happen and we will have we will have a less and less and less interview i see i like that i like that and you know speaking about that me and you have had a connection from 2015 and it feels like yesterday i spoke to you ghana is how we met what are your memories of ghana and uh, and our time together in uh, in the african age cup and in the world cup yeah, I, I, you, you you remember the first the, the first time I training that we met <laughs> some some exercise which we were not used to. But later the exercise helped us with in in explosion in in in, in our movement the way we would turn quick and yeah. up to date yeah. up to date whatever thing you taught us my free time I try to thank work you on, on, on some stuff. thank you so thank much. You very much you see. You make me smile because I remember um, I remember the manager at the time, uh, yeah. and I remember the senior manager Avram Grant uh, and Selas yeah. as well, both speaking to me and saying, "You know, uh, what are you going to do with them?" And I said, uh, "You want them ready?" And he said, "Yes." And he said, "How long do you need?" And I said, "Half an hour." And, <laughs> and he was like, "Are you sure you want half an hour?" And I said, "Yeah," because trust me, it's it's going to be tough. And he said to me. Okay, I don't know if this is going to be good, but let's go with it. And I remember that that night, the physio room, <laughs> all the doctors had told me, Omar, what did you do to them, coach? You know, <laughs> and I was like, hey, listen, I said I needed half an hour. We have two weeks to get them ready. You know, I, I need to be quick with what I do. And, and then and that was, you know, something that I will always take with me. Especially that one thing I will say, uh, Bobo, and, and I say this even off air, even when I'm not speaking to you, the way Ghana treated me as a coach who come who came from outside was as if I was Ghanaian. You know, the, you guys welcomed me so, so much and you gave me the best impression of Ghana because of the way you guys were spiritually, the way you guys were physically, the way you embraced me. It was It was an amazing memory. I'll tell you what one of my favorite memories is. One day, I took you guys all for recovery, <laughs> and I have this picture on my Instagram. I I, uh, I said to the coach, I said, "Listen, I need to I need to get a recovery session." And he said, "What are you gonna do?" And I told him, "I'm gonna get them in water." And he said to me, "No, no, they don't know how to swim. Some of them don't know how to swim." And I said, "It doesn't matter. We won't swim. I just need them in water." And the look on some of the faces of the boys <laughs> was like, "Coach." What are you putting us in water for? And we had so much fun. We turned up the music. The whole resort was watching us. And it's like about 18 players <laughs> in the water, just moving around, just vibing, just having a good dance. And I managed to get the session in. And that was one of my favorite pictures. I'm going to share that with you later off my Instagram. One of my favorite pictures. And uh, we, the smile on your faces was classic. I'll never forget that. 
remember that day. I remember that day. And even, and even the people around were even enjoying, enjoying the training more than even us. Yeah, exactly. Um, Joseph, uh, Joseph uh, Bobo Ido, you deserve all the best, bro. I'm sure all our listeners around the world will be supporting every ball you kick from now on. Having got to know you and your story, we wish you all the best here from the Halftime Show on Pulse95. Thank you so much for your time. Uh, thanks very much. Thanks very much. And for my, I want to say this. I really appreciate and I thank you for the, for, for, for the moments we met and what I learned from you. Man, I'm humbled. You, you have... Uh, you have touched me, my bro. I, I really appreciate it. Thank you so much again. I know we'll be in touch and I know I'll be watching every game, even though, you know, the Celta, the Spanish games, the late night kickoffs, they're like midnight UAE time. <laughs> so I watch them and I support you all the time, bro. And I wish you all the best. And that was Joseph Ido Bobo uh, with his experiences, uh, the hardships and also the success in achieving where he's achieved to get to today. The visualization, the mindset part, and a lot of things really, really impressed me about this gentleman. And it's just a pleasure to have got to know him and to share it with all the half-timers on Pulse95. This is Pulse95. Tune in live every Monday, Wednesday and Saturday from 3pm.